The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Like what you hear? High-quality radio and podcasts are just part of what we do at Hale Varsity. I'm Brandon Vogel, Managing Editor. I wanted to offer listeners of the Hale Varsity Radio Show podcast $10 off the price of an annual subscription. That means that you can get everything we do. 10 issues of our monthly magazine, our annual football yearbook, and all of the premium content we produce at HaleVarsity.com. Just go to HaleVarsity.com slash subscribe and enter the promo code GBR for $10 off a full year of Hale Varsity. That's HaleVarsity.com slash subscribe, promo code GBR. Welcome to Hale Varsity Radio, the voice of Husker Nation. Insight, opinion, expertise, with the biggest and best names talking Nebraska across the state. Join the show on Twitter at Hale Varsity and at Schmitz underscore radio. Call in at 402-466-ESPN or 1-800-825-5865. Here's Chris Schmitz. Welcome to it. Great to have you on a Wednesday, midweek edition of Tail Varsity Radio. We're presented by Currency for all your equipment financing needs. Go Currency, Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal. As uh, the silly season continues, <laughs> the carousel man keeps on cranking. What's the latest? Well, uh, we will uh, dive into it all. And oh, yeah, there's a football game happening. On Friday, we'll be in Iowa City at the Marriott in Iowa City, right by Kinnick. Noon to 2, Black Friday show. So you're invited there. But uh, we'll get kicked off here very shortly with Damon Benning. He will join us, part of the Husker Network and broadcast team, of course. And uh, his new show gets rolling next week. So we'll talk with Damon here in a bit. Uh, A few minutes away from Mike Babcock, Mike Schuhart, and then Gary Barnett will join us to preview the weekend. Nebraska, Iowa, and the coaching search. Scott Docterman also chimes in from The Athletic. Get his take on the matchup, Iowa and Nebraska. Numbers to get in today on Hale Varsity Radio. Can join us at 466-3776-466-3776-800. 825-5865. Those are the phone lines to dial up. Can watch the show as we stream on different platforms for you. ESPN Lincoln Facebook, ESPN Lincoln Twitter, and the Hale Varsity Radio Twitter handle at HVarsity Radio. Email the show Chris at HaleVarsity.com and can find us and give us a follow. On Twitter at Schmidt underscore radio or at Herbal Essence for Elijah Herbal. So what is real? What is smoke? What's uh, really going on with this Nebraska coaching search right now? The name the last 24 hours uh, that you've been attentive to has been Luke Fickle. Uh, what would it take to get him out of Cincinnati? Uh, would he be a big time get for the Big Red? Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Is uh, Matt Rule back in play? And, uh, you know, Matt Rule's a guy that the coaches we talked to said the guy was going to sit out. Uh, 
He had things lined up to see if he liked the, the media uh, circuit doing some NFL Network this morning. And uh, if you listen to Matt Rule, Matt Rule missed coaching already. We welcome in a coach who just helped win a state championship with Westside and does great work with uh, the Nebraska football broadcast and gets things kicked off next week. Coffee and cream on ESPN Lincoln 7 to 9 mornings. Damon Benning with us. Mr. Benning, do you have your turkey picked up? <laughs> I do. It's going to go on to Brian. I've got to leave with the team tomorrow at 2. So I won't get to eat it, but uh, Friday night when I get back, I'm hoping for a nice meal, man. How are you guys doing? We're good. Hey, congrats uh, on everything, and, and uh, welcome on to uh, to ESPN Lincoln Airwaves and, and uh, all the great stuff you're doing, man. Let's lay out, before we dive into the ball game Friday and the coaching carousel, uh, Damon, tell us a bit about coffee and cream, bud. Yeah, it's, it, listen, it's a morning show, Andrew Rogers and myself. Uh, we're gonna go seven to nine. We'll we'll do a third hour, and, and uh, we'll we'll go podcast with that at least for right now. Just making sure that we get the content that the listeners want. Uh, gives us a chance to. It's different. It, we hope to be creative. Andrew's kind of the funny one. He's creative. Uh, I'm the guy that he's gonna have to kind of wrangle in the boring guy with all the stats. So. Hopefully the old guy and the new guy will give it a chance to work. But I just think we wanted to do something different. Um, you know, a live local radio morning show um, on 1480. And just, just you know, to be fresh and, and try to provide a different perspective that isn't already out there. And, and uh, I've got a really good partner in Andrew that I'm excited about. And, Maybe you can get the old guy to, to, to be young again, man. Maybe I'm just kind of looking for that fountain of youth and Hale Varsity Radio and, and Andrew and, and all the folks, as you know, uh, in the big office uh, will give us a chance to do that, man. So 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Uh, over the air, and, and we're looking forward to it on 1480 ESPN Radio. Damon Benning is with us here on Hale Varsity Radio at Damon Benning on Twitter. Damon, uh, excited for that, and it's been, well, to, to put it nicely, interesting here the last uh, several several days, but but more so this season's been interesting. As as you're a, a proud Husker, you know, what's your uh, your assessment here of of the job that's been done between the lines? with Nebraska football, just Mickey and the crew, what you've been able to see uh, week in, week out from the guys. Yeah, I just tell you, I think most of the, the, the bulk of the heavy lifting has been done, you know, Sunday through Friday, kind of what you haven't seen on the football field, just to kind of emotionally rehab this team, get them recalibrated, feeling good about themselves, uh, believing in the program. The, the coaching staff doing a fantastic job, you guys. I, I'm serious when I say this about reminding the players that they're the most important people in that building. Because I think some of that has kind of gotten away a little bit over the last handful of years. And it's easy to not feel good about yourself when you're not winning football games and, and there aren't a lot of positive things said about you. So just the infusion of confidence and belief and kind of camaraderie, having one vision has been fantastic. And then some of the things you've seen on the field, uh, I mean, listen, uh, the the defense, and and I get it, they haven't gone against premier offenses, but 
the ability to kind of rally, uh, adjust to a new scheme, overcome injuries. I mean, this is not a deep football team to begin with. And what they've been able to do, Miles Farmer starting to hit his stride. Uh, you know, Buford was playing at a much higher level than he had been, and, and he's a guy that I would go to bat with and wishing him a speedy recovery on his injury. Gifford really starting to settle in. Ernest Talisman coming around. And Luke Reimer has been steady, Eddie. So they have some pieces. Then my guy Quentin Newsom in, in Herzog. I don't want to forget about Quentin Newsom, who I think ultimately will be playing on Sundays. I know that kind of sounds silly, but uh, his skill set has been fantastic. So defensively, they've, they've, they're, they're starting to come together. They just haven't had the numbers, I think, to really execute what, who they really want to be. The special teams guys, Bleak Road and, and Bushini, have been great. Uh, I think they're still trying to figure out the punt return game, but the special teams as a whole, I think, has been pretty good. And we know about the offense. Um, just trying to establish an identity of who they want to be versus who they feel they have to be. Those two things are definitely at odds. I think who they have to be is a team that plays to Casey Thompson's strengths and gets the wideouts of the football. Uh, who they need to be is a team that runs the football and takes their deep shots off of run action. They just aren't haven't had the opportunity, I think, to have that identity kind of settle in. That and those days, I think, are coming. So it's been baby steps, understanding the day-to-day, clock management, uh, situational play calling, being on the same page. All those things have been a work in progress. But with Coach Joseph and him being as competitive as he is and who I truly think is a lifelong learner, he's looked at every day as a day to get better while he continues to stay in the moment and lead his guys. Damon Bidding is with us here on Hale Varsity Radio. And, Damon, you mentioned Mickey there at the end. I want to get your take on the job Mickey has done this season, not on the field, but off the field. Where do you think this team was at uh, back on September 11th when Scott was let go? And what was the job that Mickey had to do, not only to, to keep this team bought in, but keep this team bought in through all the adversity they've faced over the past three weeks? He said earlier this week he's expecting them to fight against Iowa despite the 3-8 and eight record. Well, what kind of job has he done to keep this team invested in the season? So I think the two good things about Coach Joseph, number one, he's never been the favorite. He's always been an underdog. And so I think it's naturally in his personality to want to compete. This team has become a reflection of their coach, and they just fight by nature. It's the next man up, and he's been able to instill and kind of inject some emotional confidence. And and by that, I mean when your feet hit the floor in the morning, you understand firmly that you have value. It's not in the results of, of what happens on Saturday that gives you your worth. It's the fact that you're breathing, waking, getting a chance to go to, to class and go to work with your fellow brothers that gives you value. You're not here by some sort of coincidence or fluke. And by taking the results of wins and losses out of it, it's really allowed this team to focus into the essence of being functional, responsible young men. And I think that that's something that they can always take pride in. So that emotional injection in terms of self-worth and value is the number one reason, you guys, why they continue to play hard against seemingly insurmountable odds. The other thing is clarity of message. He's so authentic. 
And he tackles each day, each day. So there is no checking of the rearview mirror. There is no fast-forwarding to things that he can't control. And that right there, by modeling that behavior, has really kind of infused itself into this football team where they're very good about staying in the moment when it would be easy to kind of digress and look back and reflect and think about what could have been or what hasn't been. He's done a really good job about uh, of, of instilling and modeling staying in the moment, now making this a one-game season. Damon Benning with us here on Hale Varsity Radio. Damon Benning, Andrew Rogers get things kicked off next week on ESPN. Lincoln, Coffee and Cream, 7-9. to nine. Damon, uh, where do you think Nebraska's at with the coaching search? Uh, a lot of smoke right now with Matt Rule back in play. Luke Fickle's a name. Of course, Mickey has uh, that locker room loves him. What's your take? I, th- I think Travis going to do his due diligence. Um, I know that he's had a good sit down with 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 Coach Joseph. Uh, that's where it started. That's the conversation that had to be had first. I think he got a clear layout and a plan from Mickey on what he would bring to the table. And I think he's been very thorough in the process. You know, some of the other names that have been floated out there, obviously, uh, it's not without merit, whether it's Matt Rule or, or some of these other guys that have come into play. But I would caution Nebraska fans on this. Because the search has gone in the manner in which it, it has in terms of time frame, I firmly believe and this isn't lip service. You guys know me. I'd rather be right than well-liked, so I wouldn't say anything that I don't believe to be true. I think the search has gone about how Nebraska thought it was going to go. They have done their due diligence. They've collected a tremendous amount of data. Uh, I think Trev, the firm, uh, they know percentages. Uh, they, they understand win-loss records. They understand recruiting, um, r- recruiting plans. They understand how it it fits with their roster, how it fits geographically, where I think candidates have had success, what their strengths are, and what it means to be a part of the university. And this is the first time, guys. The thing that I'm excited about is Nebraska has had kind of poor timing in terms of leadership versus coaching acumen. And I think this time is the first time since the early 2000s that you'll have good leadership in the power chair in terms of the athletic director and that cabinet, that administrative team, and a competent staff in terms of what you can give a head coach and what he needs and have those two things fit together. You know, you can you go back to Callahan and say what you want about that staff versus the leadership. That was disjointed. After that, you know, Coach Polini, uh, competent coach, inadequate leadership. Uh, you, you go to what happened after Coach Polini. I felt like Coach Riley, competent coach. I know it's popular to have him be kind of the whipping boy. That's unfair. I don't feel like that leadership was adequate, did not surround him with the best opportunities to be successful. And then we it's well documented with Bill Moose and, and Coach Frost. So I think what's exciting and what should be exciting for Husker fans is have faith in this leadership. Uh, it's more about tre- it's more than just about Trev's charisma and the smooth words behind the mic and the good looks. I think he's firmly about the method and the plan. He understands the fan base. He didn't do surveys and conduct research and talk to the search firm 
to go willy-nilly and not have it go according to plan. I, I think they're on schedule. He let us know weeks ago that it wasn't going to be anything premature or rushed, and he was going to give the student-athletes every opportunity to have success. And that means not interrupting their season and allowing them to be coached to the best of this staff's ability with as limited distractions as they can, because as he's always said, it's up to this football team and this administrative staff to cut out the background chatter and just go to work. And I think that's what he's tried to do to give them every opportunity to have success on the football field. Damon Benning with us here on Hale Varsity Radio. Add Damon Benning on Twitter. Damon Benning, Andrew Rogers, get things kicked off next week, 7 to 9 ESPN. Lincoln FM 1015, 1480 AM. Coffee and cream in the mornings. Damon, best to you and your fam. Have a great Thanksgiving. We'll see you in Iowa City, bud. Yeah, let me know when you guys get there uh, at night. I'll be in my hotel doing nothing, and so maybe we can catch up when you guys get there. I'm looking forward to it. And, uh, and make sure the, the folks tune in uh, next Monday. We'll try to be different, be who we are in that same vein, but uh, quality content just like you guys are used to. Absolutely. You take care, Damon. We'll talk soon, bud. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate you guys yeah. having me. There he is, Damon Benning. Good to hear from him. Getting kicked off here, uh, Turkey Day Eve. Mike Babcock's on the way with Hale Varsity, presented by Currency.